Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10-minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. Okay, today's question comes from Lara Bean. Lara submitted a question at freelance2founder.com slash ask. And I love this question because it's been on my mind a lot lately. In fact, Clay, you and I were just talking before we hit record about this uh, AI and artificial intelligence and how it impacts our jobs as freelancers. Here's what she says. She says, the recent launch of ChatGPT and other AI advances have led me to question how I future-proof my business. So just for context, she's a copywriter. And I think, I think writers particularly are concerned right now, but I'll, I, I digress. She says, um, how do I future-proof my business in a world where I am in a profession that AI could completely take over? I don't think it's there yet, but it means big changes to my industry. I'm sure I'm not the only copywriter with concerns. However, despite concerns, I also want to learn how to embrace this technology. Have you any thoughts about how you future-proof a service-based business that is potentially competing with AI? Or any thoughts on how we as copywriters integrate AI into our services? So we'll be right back. I think Clay and I, we're going to have a lot to say about this particular topic, Lara. It's going to be hard to contain this one just to our typical, you know, 10 to 12 minutes short, but we're going to do our best. We'll be right back after this quick break. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs. And did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, you've got enough tough decisions to make every month as you grow your business. Picking your next great book to read should not be one of them. With Book of the Month, you can forget about the hassle of browsing through endless shelves or scrolling infinitely through an overwhelming amount of book options online. Book of the Month simplifies the process of finding the next great thing to read by offering a carefully selected lineup of five to seven titles to pick from each month. From gripping thrillers to heartwarming romance and everything in between, I'm personally really excited about this new announcement from Book of the month, curated audiobooks. Since you're listening to podcasts, I assume that you like audiobooks and you're like me, you're more of a downloader than a page turner. And this is your moment. I'm right here with you. I've picked out my selections for March already and you can too. Joining book of the month is super easy, very affordable. Plus for a limited time, new members can get their first book for just $9.99 with code CHIRP. Visit bookofthemonth.com now to pick your next great read. That's bookofthemonth.com with promo code CHIRP, C-H-I-R-P, or click the link in our show description. 
All right. So Laura's question is something that a lot of us are asking. Those of us in writing, marketing, even like design and web design is starting to be impacted by this, but that is artificial intelligence as a service provider. And I think for me, uh, I love the way she asks this question, right? Because instead of saying like, yeah, um, what do I do to, I don't know, instead of like being fear-based, she's like saying, how do I future-proof my business? How do I, how do I take advantage of AI yeah. to make my business better? So what, I don't know, what, what are your initial thoughts on this question from Laura? Clay? Uh, first of all, this is, <laughs> this is my opinion. If I was a copywriter, I would, I would be, I would be, um, not scared, but same thing with Laura. I would just be thinking about this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, because it very well could take over. And here, here's my thoughts on it. Could be wrong. Okay. Who knows? Because like freaking AI right now is a big question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's going to go, how it's going to be, how it's going to be controlled and all that stuff. Right. Um, I think there's, I think there's two solutions here. If you're, if you're spe- specifically, if you're a copywriter, um, one, I think you embrace it, embrace change, accept the change mm-hmm. and use it to your advantage. Yep. Right. So like I know of, I know of a few copywriters, just writers in general who instead of like, they still offer the same service that they offer, but now they're able to do a hundred times more. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So like they're hiring people to be able to, to manage AI and write these articles and things like that, like, or write emails and like, that's what they're doing. So they're basically hundred Xing their, their volume. And so, because I think at the end of the day, there's still going to be some people who still don't want to do that. Right. Hmm. And I think, I think, um, the the people who who would typically hire a copywriter, there's going to be a ton of them. This is where I would be concerned. There's going to be a ton of them that are going to be like, why would I hire a copywriter when I could just pay for an AI software to write this for me? And there's going to be a lot of them that do that, and that's where I would be concerned if I was a copywriter. The the um, but there's going to be a chunk of people out of that pool that are like, I still don't even want to do that. I want somebody else to do that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so that's number one. I think, I think. Well, let me let me add to that real yeah, quick. I think there's also going to be a chunk of people who um, who still, uh, at least at least for the next, I would say five to eight years, depending on how fast this thing moves. Like, I, I still think there's going to be like a human advantage for some clients who want a really really well done job. Like this is this yes. this reminds me of. Um, you know, when Fiverr first started getting really big and people were doing stuff for five bucks and we would get freelancers and they, you know, they'd say, how am I supposed to compete with someone who does the same thing I do for $500? They do it for $5. And it's like, well, yeah, they do. Technically on paper, they do the same thing, but they don't do it at your caliber, at your quality. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, and it's the same with, with, um, with artificial intelligence. Like it's really good. It's scary. Good. Yeah. But there are still, there's still a bunch of human nuance, especially in copywriting, um, that it still just doesn't quite get like, it can't be super witty or like, um, yep. 
like double entendre, like dual dual meaning stuff is really hard for it. Like really, really, really creative stuff is hard. Yeah, if you're going to be a, a an average mediocre copywriter that just does blase stuff, then yeah, you will be replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you can provide a superior service, there will be a chunk of clients who still want that superior service. So I think there's going to, it's going to start to sort of segment clients even more. Like you said, there's the ones who will just do it themselves, the ones who will hire someone on Fiverr, the ones who will hire someone to manage an AI bot who will do it, the ones who want like the the hardcore meet with a human, talk about target audience, talk about brands, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera, pay you lots of money for that. So it could be a good thing in some ways, right? Because you could yeah. start to attract these higher paying clients. Well, yeah, I think that's a great segue into my second point, which is exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like what I was going to, I let me expand on that because that's exactly what I was going to say is, is I think if you are a copywriter and you, because I think this AI stuff, if it takes off the way I think it's going to take off, it's going to replace 90% of copywriters. Yeah, I and, think so too. That's what I think. And not, and not, in, not even in the next year, I don't think, but I think, I think s- soon. <laughs> yeah. In the next three two, three, four, five years, 100%, I think. Um, But that's going to leave the 10%, you know? And so like the 10% are going to be the people that it's like cream of the crop copywriters. And here's what I would do if I were you as a copywriter, any copywriters listening, or really anybody who thinks that AI is going to take over their, their job or their industry, is hone your craft, get better at it, right? Like make sure you are the cream of the crop, with your skill and and then target the audiences like your your target audience and your service and what you offer needs to cater to the how do i say this i guess the affluent or more bigger brands or mm-hmm. yeah. basically people who have money because people who have money they don't want to do the transactional things even if it's to manage an AI software. Like they don't even want to do that. They want somebody else to do that. And they will pay money. They will pay a lot of money to save a little bit amount of time. Yep. And so that's where I would go if I feel like my job was about to be taken over by AI. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And for me too, I would say like embrace it. Um you know there there are there are people who 10 years ago would have killed for this kind of technology to to scale their business, right? So like so now instead of being able to service maybe three clients a month, you could potentially service 30 to 50 clients a month and not even have to hire anybody or maybe yeah. hire one person to help manage all of the incoming and outgoing data. Mm-hmm. But like ChatGPT, which is the leader right now in AI, and we don't need to get into the weeds of AI too much, particularly because I don't know that much about it, but I have been studying it pretty closely for the last couple weeks. But ChatGPT is the leader right now in, in AI writing tech. Mm-hmm. And it's free. <laughs> like there I are, think there a, are, I think they have a paid premium, a premium version now, right? They do have a premium version yeah. right now. The free version, though, you get everything on the premium version. It's just like um, throttled, so like you can only do so many requests per hour got and it, stuff like it. that. Okay. But the service itself, the technology itself, is completely free. So, like, imagine telling someone ten years ago you can hire an army of writers for free. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, I would say, get creative about how your business works. You may have to lean into more of your entrepreneur side than your copywriter side and become a person who says, like, how am I going to use this as an asset in my business yeah, to now be I, able to service more clients? I think I think you need to move into a more of a consultative role versus a transactional mm. role. 
yeah, you become like an expert, right? Yes. Instead of instead of just someone who can put words on a page. Yeah. Um, because that's that's the piece that the bot can do right now. Yeah. A, a simple example is like so. Let's just say copywriting. Someone needs to hire someone to write emails, right? Mm-hmm. If your package is, hey, I will write five emails for five hundred dollars. That's transactional. Or mm-hmm. you can package it. Same thing. You can package it differently and say, hey, I will write a, an email drip sequence that will increase your conversions by whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's consultative. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think you need to move more into that perspective. Yeah. And I think along with that, you become you need to become the expert on what the input has to be on some of these tools to get the best output, right? So like yep. So like, yes, the bot will do it, but it'll only do what you tell it to do. So I would say sign up for anything that you can, particularly the free stuff. Try it out. Learn about it. Mm-hmm. We're doing that on our side. Like I, I used ChatGPT and another AI writing tool called Wordplay to build um, a freelancer glossary on our website. And so I learned like what it could do, what it couldn't do, what I should include in the input to get a quality output. Um and so we, in like less than two days, we added close to a hundred terms in our WordPress Word, in our WordPress uh, glossary on our website, which you can mm-hmm. see at milloco slash glossary. If you want to see what I'm talking about, I'll link to it in the the show notes as well. But like, it's awesome because now we link all these terms together. But I think I think what I noticed while I was doing it is the bot is really good at like prescriptive stuff. Like mm-hmm. I I put in a thing. What is a you know, what is a freelancer? It spits back out a definition. I say, I even said, you play the role of freelancer, I'll play the role of client and let's negotiate. And that was that kind was, of fun. That was pretty comical. <laughs> I read that. That was good. <laughs> so that was fun to do. I'll link to that as well. That's in our our mastermind group, uh, our Facebook group. Um, so that was fun. So I'm sort of exploring what it can do, but but I tried to have it like write a news story. I was like, oh, is this going to replace the news? Can't mm. write a news story. No. Uh, not yet. And so I'm like trying to find the limits of what it could do because I think when you find the limit, that's where the business opportunity is for you as a service provider, right? Yeah. News yeah. journalists aren't going to be put out of business if you can't have breaking news written by a bot because <laughs> the bot hasn't learned about it yet, right? Yeah. So like that's going to stick around. Anyway, like I said, I've, I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole the last couple of weeks. Very, very interested in how this all plays out. But I'll love it. I have a perfect example, and we can kind of end this yeah, yeah. short here. Is w- with website design, right? Whenever when mm-hmm. when Squarespace, Wix, these like drag yep. and drop builders before that came out, you had to know how to code, right? You had to know how to code yep. from scratch to build a website, and you had to like you were highly skilled. You had to know code, um, and then when those came out, it was like okay, anybody can build a website, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a coder. You don't have to be a, a a web designer. And so that was the big scare among the web industry. Yep. But like what happened was the people who were really good at their craft, like now they can charge a premium for a highly customized mm-hmm. website that's coded from scratch, right? And of course, the industry's evolved since then, but... um because anybody can go and build a, a customized website now um, with drag and drop builders. But even then, I was still, even then, if you need a highly, like if you, mm-hmm. for example, if a bank 
wanted a website, you cannot drag yeah. and drop that stuff. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you yeah, have to know right. how to code that. Um, so like that, that's a, that's a perfect natural, uh, like evolution example of technology. Yep. I love that. You know, it's just like, yeah, same thing. I think it's the same thing that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good analogy. I love it. I think our advice, Lara, it sounds like is embrace it. Uh, find find sort of the limits or the gaps or the places where the bots right now can't do what humans do. That'll evolve over time. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst thing you can do is ignore it. Don't ignore yeah, it. Yeah, yes. It's happening, and, and, whether yeah, you like it or not. That's why I love not. her question, right? Because it, it, it acknowledges that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's early. She's asking early, right? She's yes, six early, months into ChatGPT being popular or whatever. And so I, yeah, I think, and I think she said, uh, what do I do if I have to compete with AI? And I think my answer to that is like, you don't have to compete, you like either yeah. use it in your business or admit that whoever's going to go use AI is going to use it. And whoever's going to use a human is going to use a human and you don't have to compete all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to compete, you have to say like, here's what I do better than a bot. Um, here's what I bring to the table that, a, that an AI writer can't anyway. I think, man, I could I could talk about this for a long time. It's impacting a lot of freelancers. It's not just writers. If you're listening to this and you're a web designer, you're a developer, it's all coming. Like it's, I've seen mm-hmm. stuff for all of it. Um, so get ready. It's fun, but it, <laughs> it can be a little scary too. So yeah. Anyway, thank you, Laura, for submitting a question. If you want to submit a question, we'd love to chat through an answer for you as well at freelance2founder.com/ask. And uh, Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Thank you so much for taking the time today, man. I appreciate it. For sure. See ya. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founders short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting FreelanceToFounder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya. You hear us talking on the show all the time about social media and the importance of marketing yourself online as you grow your business. That's because social has played a huge role in both of our businesses as we've grown them, but actually getting customers from your social accounts to your website and ultimately to make a purchase can sometimes be more difficult than it should be. If you need a simple solution, I recommend you try getting a .bio domain from Porkbun. That's .bio, .bio. You can put it in your LinkedIn bio. You can put it wherever you want to put it so that people can get directly to your website. We've partnered with Porkbun a lot over the years for two reasons. First of all, we trust them and they offer better deals on domain names than anyone else that we know about. And right now you can get a .bio domain name for less than $3 at Porkbun. So for less than a cup of coffee, you can get a short, memorable, and professional .bio domain name to share yourself with the world. Just visit porkbun.com slash freelance or click the link in this episode's description. That's P-O-R-K-B-U-N.com slash freelance and you can get a .bio domain for $3 right now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble.